It's a heartwarming musical with a happy ending. And yet when we hear this song in these COVID days, we might just sing along a bit more fervently. Don't it feel like the wind is always howling? Don't it seem like there's never any light? Once a day, don't you want to throw the towel in? It's easier than putting up a fight. Annie and the other orphans know about hard knocks, just as the larger society is dealing with the hard knocks of the Great Depression in the story. But we're reminded that having and holding hope, even optimism, through life's journey is the way little Annie gets through the hard knocks of her life. Yes, life is difficult, but she proclaims to all of us, The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. Just thinking about tomorrow clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow till there's none. When I'm stuck with a day that's gray and lonely, I just stick at my chin We can't say for sure, but it is possible that the Center for Creative and Performing Arts in Scranton and the Ritz Main Stage Players will present Annie as their first full production after reopening in order to remind us about hope. It is their holiday show, and they may just want to give us all an experience through music, through song and dance, of that feeling of hope that things can get better. Kappa of Northeastern Pennsylvania provides education in the creative and performing arts to young children, teens, and adults at its home at the historic Ritz Theater and Performing Arts Center in downtown Scranton. Sherry and Michael Melter founded Kappa to inspire a lifelong love and appreciation of the creative and performing arts in their students, and their vision continues to expand. We had a chance to speak by phone with Sherry Melcher, director of Kappa, about what's ahead as the COVID pandemic continues. We're Kappa, the Creative and Performing Arts Academy. Our home is at the historic Ritz Theater in downtown Scranton. And this is a vibrant program for kids pre-K through 12th grade with an after-school component with classes in acting, singing, dancing, private lessons, and productions throughout the year. So along with our after-school program, we have an extremely active summer camp program with four sessions, usually in two-week sessions, that we break down into two divisions, and they do big shows throughout the year. So we're thrilled that we got a full summer camp in for 2021 with some amazing productions, actually, a high school musical and Peter Pan and Moana. So we, we had a really great summer. But, you know, outside of that, We're looking forward to everything resuming after Labor Day this year. We have a full season planned for our kids. Cautiously optimistic, then. I have to say, we've been extremely proactive during this time, extremely sensitive to what's been happening, and and pretty conservative, to be honest. What's very interesting about how this 
all has unfolded, you know, it's been extremely difficult, as it is for, for all businesses, especially those in theater and education and working with children. But the most amazing thing to come out of the pandemic has been this cyber campus program. So that, that I'm really excited to talk to you about. Because you're excited and because it's new, let's talk about that. And we'll bring in okay. the offerings that you have to come as part of the Ritz season and all of those things. But I remember it was a glimmer in your eye when you were thinking, well, is this something we could do? So tell us what it is and how it's unfolded. Well, our cyber campus, we're about to start our second year. And the seeds for this program actually started many, many years ago. Michael and I, when we came to the Ritz Theater and were figuring out this incredible venue and, you know, making our renovations to it and acquiring such an incredible staff, but this idea of a daytime program, which is geared towards kids with a passion for creative and performing arts, has really been in the works for, for many years. You know, about a decade ago, Michael and I attended a few workshops looking into even, you know, a charter school scenario, that sort of thing. We, we kind of cut our teeth in, in Philadelphia, which has an incredible CAPA program, which is the Creative and Performing Arts High School right downtown on the Avenue of the Arts. So we always had our eyes to that, that prize here to create a program like that. And, you know, with everything else going on and juggling the after-school program and summer camp and all the Ritz events and everything that goes on here, it always got pushed to the side as far as getting it to move forward. And the pandemic really created an amazing opportunity in that way. We were looking at five casts for our spring set of shows back in February. This is February of 2020. We just started rehearsing those casts for all of our many divisions here at Kappa, as well as our main stage show of Mamma Mia. And so it was going to be a really big spring. <laughs> and then, you know, this all obviously happened second week in March of 2020, and the theater was shut down, and Kappa went online for some of our instruction. We, we learned how to, how to Zoom Zoom, <laughs> for sure with our, our rehearsals and private lessons. And so that was, that was great. And our, our families really responded beautifully to that. And as we were heading into the summer, we did a very revised summer camp in 2020. Uh, we were seeing about 15 kids here for a week at a time and just, you know, having a lot of fun, but no big performances. You know, we certainly weren't going to open things up for public performances and things like that. And at that time, I was starting to receive more and more inquiries about what we were looking to do in the fall. As many of our parents knew that the Ritz is dark for the most part during the day from 9 to 4. And, you know, what were we thinking? And so we used that time. We rallied the staff we talked about what this might look like, and in about four weeks' time, we launched our cyber campus here at the Ritz. So, again, this sort of came about with our, you know, about 10 or 12 extremely active Kappa families. You know, some of them had to get back to work, but their kids weren't going back to school. Some of them were dealing with kids who just were not doing well with the isolation, they were experiencing, you know, extreme anxiety in some cases. It just was a really rough time, especially on our kids. This we know. So we put this program together primarily for those kids, but then realized very quickly that this is a program of value. It's unique. It's innovative. And we opened it up to the public. And we started interviewing a few more families here and there. 
And by, I'd say, the new year, we were at about 23 kids. The goal for the program is between 30 and 40, and it's open to kids 3rd through 12th grade. So these kids get to spend all day here. They do their academic work in the morning. We have a full-time on-campus educational support, uh, meaning we have academic advisors here who help facilitate their morning, you know, checking in on them, making sure their work's getting done, facilitating any communication that needs to happen, you know, between students and their teachers online and the parents, just making sure that academics come first. And that went extremely well last year with our kids. We had kids third through 11th grade last season. They were all on their own online platforms, which we were able to negotiate and provide some tutoring here and there as needed. And our kids did beautifully. So we found that for most of our kids, they were done their academic work by about 1130, 12 o'clock. There's some exceptions there, of course. But most of them, by noon, were ready to transition into our other activities, which is why most of them were here, to be honest. This is their passion. They want to be on stage. They want to be experiencing the variety of workshops that we were presenting, um, productions throughout the year. Some of our kids got really involved in technical theater, which is really exciting because we've always wanted to build that piece of our program. So, you know, our kids were from, let's say, 12 to 4, now immersed in the arts. So we created a season for them. Just those 23 kids did a production of Susical. We did a Charlie Brown Christmas. We did a series of cabarets and reviews. Again, you know, just being very sensitive to where we were with the pandemic. A lot of them were for very closed and, and small audiences. But as things started to open up, we were able to bring some more folks in to celebrate their work, and we just had a tremendous year, and that brought us to June, and we started planning for this year. So I already, of those 23, I have 19 returning, which is a great sign, and have interviewed about a dozen more, so we'll see where the numbers are in the fall. But we could not be more excited about this program. It's just incredible. And you have the sense that this would not have come to fruition, at least right now, had it not been for the pandemic. I think what's what's interesting is that there's always a reason for timing, right? So there's, I think, clearly a reason why we were holding on this idea. We, our biggest concern really was working with families for them to understand clearly the benefits of, of being immersed in a program like this. But for, for a lot of people prior to the pandemic, you know, working in a cyber platform was, they just didn't know what that was like. Would this be a good fit for their child? Would they be able to manage this? You know, how would their grades be? How would the connection be with their academics? So the the pandemic kind of dealt with all those uncertainties. I mean, all of our kids clearly were forced to jump online and work online in that way. So I think for a lot of families who might have thought, yeah, this might be a great fit, but I'm not sure if I want to pull my child from a brick-and-mortar situation, realize that, yes, this might work and, you know, this this might be okay for my child, especially if they're not isolated in their bedroom, (laughs) but they're with 25 other kids who are just like them. And so that really helped us as far as getting the word out about the program and getting parents to understand really what we were trying to do. And, you know, in the meantime, over that 18 months, we started to acquire just the most incredible people here. So our staff has grown, mainly because of the needs of the cyber campus, but it's really an opportunity for these kids at this point to be working in 
a professional theater environment. So they're working with full-time stage managers and technical directors, lighting designers, hair and makeup and costume designers, you know, music directors and stage directors. And, you know, these people are here all day and working with our kids all day. So it's almost like a an internship in that way, especially for our high school kids. You know, they have really taken these opportunities and are are running with them because they see they see it's just invaluable to have this sort of experience. Remind our listeners about the facility because the facility is exceptional in its own right. For sure, the Ritz Theater is an absolutely incredible venue. We came here about six years ago. Kappa as a program came here about six years ago and did, did quite a few renovations, as, as you might remember. Uh, we installed a chairlift. Uh, we installed a brand new heating and air conditioning system. There was no heating and air conditioning in, in the theater when we came. We've repainted the place at this point, but actually we're celebrating the Ritz's 114th anniversary of their first performance this Labor Day weekend, and it's a it's an incredible space. The theater itself seats 400 plus, and uh, you know we have multiple studios in the back, kind of behind this beautiful movie screen that was used back in the day, right? The Ritz used to be, in the early 1900s, one of the top vaudeville theaters in the area, and then became the Comerford Theater, and then the Ritz again, you know, as as more of a cinema, and then closed for a period of time, and then we, we took it over in 2015. So these kids really have a remarkable space to be working in, that's for sure. Haven't you in the past arranged for people who are working in professional theater and who have done master classes when it was okay to do that? Yes, absolutely. And we're we're setting that schedule this month as well for next season. So it's it's really important for us that our kids get to experience all different folks in every aspect of the business. And, you know, between Michael and myself and our staff, we all have some Pretty, pretty significant connections of folks that love working with kids and are available to do workshops with them and online workshops with them. So yes, very excited about that. And we're venturing out a little bit, actually. So I've been, I've been talking to a good friend of mine who's probably one of the best renowned bass baritones at the Met. He's also artistic director at, at Curtis Institute in Philly, Eric Owens, to do a masterclass with our kids. Louis Scalion, who's the conductor of the Philadelphia Youth Orchestra, is interested in in doing a master class with our kids. You know, for us, it's more about meeting, for them to continue to meet folks who are actively working, you know, on all levels. So we have we have reached out to some set designers and makeup artists, stage managers, technical directors, all all within New York and elsewhere, so that they can really tell the kids, you know, what they needed to, to prepare, um, even just beyond their education, because that's where our kids are right now. We have a really interesting group of high school kids that are, they just, they, they're looking for any and all opportunity right now to learn. So to get more and more people in front of them is definitely a good thing. And we're also looking for guest directors this year for our season so that our kids can work with kind of the best of the best here in NEPA. So we're, you know, we're taking resumes and interviews for that as well right now. Tell us more about the seasons ahead. Well, we definitely have big plans this season. And yes, as sensitive as we're being to COVID, I am very hopeful that we're going to be able to get all these projects in. 
our Ritz Main Stage Players Division. Um, this is the division that has done Little Shop of Horrors here. We did Newsies a few years ago, Matilda. And we just did a sweet production. It was a junior version, um, but a really sweet production of The Music Man back in July. We had a great run for that. So those folks are the Ritz Main Stage players. Our season is uh, Annie in December. We're going to do two weekends of Annie, the full production. A wonderful straight play called Proof in February. Little Women, the musical, is coming a little later this spring, as well as Town. So we're close to having our cast set for Annie, so those rehearsals start soon, and then there'll be audition notices up for the other titles shortly. So that's our Rick main stage. Kappa, our after-school program, we're actually bringing back what I call our fall triple, <laughs> which should have happened in 2020. All of those kids have been waiting patiently for those titles to come back. So we're going to bring those kids back and add some few new faces to their shows this fall. So that wraps the story of the Pied Piper. So cute, this little musical for pre-K to second grade. Aladdin Kids, which is for third through six, and Frozen Junior for our upper middle school and high school. So that goes up in November. And then our spring titles are still TBD, so we'll hopefully have that planned soon. But we, we have a new series on our calendar we're really excited about. So that's called our Storybook Theater Series, which is theater for young audiences. So this is, again, our Ritz Main Stage Players, which is our troupe of incredible adults, triple threat adults that do our Ritz main stage shows, and they're also contributing now to our storybook theater series. So this is all literary-based. We're looking to do three titles this season. Many of them are first Saturday mornings. So if you check our website, which is RitzPAC, standing for Performing Arts Center.com, you can find that schedule. But September 4th, we're presenting The Rainbow Fish, the musical, one of my favorite books. Actually, my daughter, Kayla, her nursery 25 years ago was The Rainbow Fish. So that's partly why we picked that one. It's super sweet. So that, that will be presented September, October, November, three times. And then we're going to do Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus. It's such a cute book. That whole series is adorable. So there's a musical based on that. And then in the spring, in April and May, we're doing Nuffle Bunny. So I'm really excited about this series. They're going to be just on Saturday mornings, a 10 a.m. show. You can reserve a spot for breakfast before in the cafe. You know, we'll have a little craft at the table. The shows run about an hour, so it's perfect for our littles. And we're really hoping that takes off. It sounds like a joke, but the last time I spoke with Michael in an interview, which may have been about a year ago, he was getting to learn how to use a professional sanitizing machine. So... You all have been through a lot. For, for sure, for yeah. sure, and it is. It's been it's been a very trying stretch, but, you know, when you really dig deep and look for the good, there is a lot, a lot of good happening right now. Again, I don't think we would have acquired the staff necessarily without what has happened over the past year and a half, some of which have moved on from things that they were doing in New York and looking for other opportunities and kind of finally finding their sort of forever home here at the Ritz, which is remarkable. Uh, Many of them have officially moved to the area, so we're attracting folks from out of NEPA to come here and work um, and be part of the theater community here. That's just absolutely fantastic. Just thinking about 
tomorrow clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow till there's none. Sherry Melcher, director of Kappa, the Center for Creative and Performing Arts in downtown Scranton at the Ritz Theater and Performing Arts Center. Sherry Melcher and Michael Melcher founded Kappa to inspire a lifelong love of the creative and performing arts for students of all ages. And as we suggested, their vision continues to expand. If you'd like more information about anything you've heard in the conversation today, we know that Annie will be the holiday production in December, and you can find information there at ritzpac.com, R-I-T-Z-P-A-C.com. The theater is located at 222 Wyoming Avenue in downtown Scranton, and they're very excited about their 2021 Cyber Campus. That allows a student to stay on the home district's cyber platform or to enroll in any PA cyber school, but be at the Ritz Theater with other students safely, and they're able to do their work with academic support coaches provided by Kappa. For more information about that or anything about Kappa, it's C-A-P-A-A.org. C-A-P-A-A.org, the Center for Creative and Performing Arts in Scranton at the historic Ritz Theater and Performing Arts Center, Wyoming Avenue. For more information, C-A-P-A-A.org.